Holy Fire Reiki Master and Intuitive. This is my podcast, Manifest Magic. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Virgo Season. Virgo Season began this past Saturday on August 22nd, and we will have the sun in the sign of Virgo until September 22nd. We are in a new astrological season when the sun is in Virgo. So during Virgo season, we are going to feel more grounded, more connected to our daily routines, more connected to how we are spending our time. And how are we feeling about the activities or chores or structure of our daily lives. Since Virgo rules the sixth house in astrology, the sixth house is the house of service, health, day-to-day activities, routine, and your work. The sixth house helps us understand the energy that we have in our daily lives. So with the sun in Virgo, this is a very grounded energy that's allowing us to be more present, to slow down, to even maybe feel more patient right now. I know I personally felt a shift in the energy as we moved out of Leo season. Leo season, it's fire, it's intense, it's passion, it's a physical energy, it's a faster moving energy whenever we have the sun in a fire sign. And while the sun is in Leo, it's actually in its home since the sun rules the sign of Leo. And we had a lot of inspiration, playful energy, childlike energy during Leo season, yet we are in a place in time where it may feel more difficult for us to tap into our playful side to let our cares go and for us to have fun. So now that the sun has moved into Virgo, we are now directing our energy into more daily life chores, the present moment, And Virgo is allowing us to find ways to create building blocks in our life. Virgo, it's that back to school energy. Let's sit down, get to work, map out a plan, get the details in order so that we can achieve the creative and inspired ideas that came to us during Leo season. Virgo is telling us how to get it done. Now it's time to start. How are you going to put your plan in motion? That is what Virgo is helping us with. So during this Virgo season, we have a full moon in Pisces coming up on September 1st. Then on September 5th, Mercury moves into Libra. On September 6th, Venus is going to be moving into Leo. And on September 12th, Jupiter goes direct. And I also believe that Mars is going to be going retrograde on the 9th. And then we have a new moon Virgo on September 17th. So plenty of fun astrological events will be coming up over the next month. How can you use this Virgo energy to your advantage? Get a notepad and a piece of paper and start creating daily to-do lists. And also connect with your health. Since Virgo is a very health-centered energy, it is connected to nutrition. It is connected to how we take care of our bodies on a daily basis, good habits, eating habits, healthy habits. And during Virgo season, it's a great time for us to hit the reset button 
on maybe some food issues or habits that we haven't maybe addressed. So now it's time to do that. I know for me, I am personally giving up chocolate. Chocolate has been my go-to over the last several months since I barely drink and I don't do drugs. Chocolate's been my drug of choice, but I feel that we need to part ways for a bit. So that's what I'm going to do during Virgo season. So you've got to-do lists. You've got cleaning up your diet. Maybe even adding a new exercise or practice. Yoga or maybe a daily walk outside. Virgo loves nature. Virgo loves trees and greenery and being in the fresh air. So for me, I'm going to give out chocolate. I'm going to continue to do my daily to-do list because I love my daily to-do list. They keep me grounded. They keep me focused. They keep me connected to the task at hand. And what's funny is that my moon is in the sixth house. It's not in Virgo, but it is in Leo. So I understand that sixth house Virgo energy and the necessity of having daily structure and routine in your life. I love routine. I literally start my day the same way every day and I eat pretty much the same thing. Those are my staples. Every day is different and it is a new adventure, but giving myself those pillars in my day really allow me to stay grounded and focused and centered because if you guys don't know, I am a Sagittarius and I am a Leo moon and a Pisces ascendant. So there is a lot of wild, fiery energy, but then there's also this Pisces, let me sit and daydream for five hours. And before I know it, it's three o'clock in the afternoon. So for me, it's really important to have a to-do list and to have structure in my day. And it makes me feel more grounded, more productive, and more secure. I had the honor of interviewing two of my favorite Virgos of all time, I'm a little partial since one of them is my brother and the other is my cousin. And I had the pleasure of interviewing them for you guys because they're both incredibly organized Virgos, incredibly detail-oriented, and they give some very helpful information about how they keep themselves structured and productive. And they are both very health conscious. So they give us some really helpful insights into how they maintain their busy lifestyle and how they keep everything balanced. I hope you enjoy this interview with them and I will be back on with a card reading for Virgo season. Today joining me are two of my favorite Virgos of all time, my cousin Britley and my brother John. And I will let you Two amazingly magical, determined Virgos. Introduce yourselves. Okay, I'm Britley, and I have a little health and wellness Instagram account that I started up about a year ago. And I love posting recipes and just like fitness tips and things that I do to have a really healthy, fun lifestyle while still being a busy student. And I just like to show people that it's not as hard as they think it is to lead a healthy lifestyle if you are a really busy person. And recently, I just started my YouTube channel, which is also Britley Elizabeth. And I'm just posting everything that I'm into. So it's not just like health and wellness. I just put up like a clothing haul, a little two-day homemade juice cleanse video. And there's going to be a lot of other fun stuff that I'm doing on that. So yeah, that's me. Thank you. (laughs) Miss Britley has lots of information about food and diet and wellness and some of the most delicious natural food recipes I've ever seen. So definitely give her a follow. And then we have joining us the magnificent and beautiful John Riley Redmond, who I am so honored to call my brother. 
Wow, what a beautiful introduction. Thank you, Ashley. Um, yeah, I am John Redmond. I'm Ashley's favorite brother and Britley's favorite cousin. Um, I used to live in Chicago and I just recently moved home to Minneapolis or, or Minnesota, I guess. I don't live in Minneapolis. But um, yeah, I you know, moved to Chicago and started a company uh, that was focused on health and food. Uh, because I had some health issues myself and uh, grew a little business there. And um, we're just starting to scale across the country now. So that's been super exciting. And, um, you know, just actually Britley helped create one of the videos that we haven't posted yet. I'm so sorry, but we will have it posted <laughs> soon. So if you follow my company's Better Blends, we do uh, in Chicago, we make these uh, pre-assembled smoothie blend kits that you can buy in grocery stores. Um, and Britley has done some cool content for us. So uh, we partnered on that end. But yeah, so that's my little introduction. So what's interesting about both of these Virgos is that they are strongly connected to diet and health. And what makes you to feel so passionate about food and wellness? For me, I grew up eating really healthy foods. My parents bought us organic produce and we would always cook at home. And so I learned to cook from kind of just from my dad and I have a really big family. So some nights I would just make dinner, most nights actually. And so I grew to love cooking and cooking healthy foods. And of course, as you get older and you, you learn more and you grow more. So I've gotten just more into the wellness space and have my diet has gotten healthier over the years. And so I think I'm really, really into health because I also have some stomach sensitivities so I try to avoid different foods that I know will trigger me to be bloated and just not feel really great. So I like to, that's why I like to put out recipes and things for people who are more health conscious or have stomach problems and things like that and are just really more aware and in tune with their bodies. Thank you. And John, what <clears throat> led you to your butter blends yeah um so i don't i wouldn't like really necessarily say that i was always the healthy eater like my parents didn't um have like a focus on organic foods and natural foods they're kind of like just eat whatever you want to eat and just like stay healthy and whatever so like i kind of just grew up with functional foods that just you know were easy to make. Like we had chicken and rice every single dinner, basically. And, you know, all that stuff kind of, kind of stuff growing up. Uh, but I was always really, really active in sports. I was a gymnast. I did football. I was in track and field. I've, I've played every sport except I think baseball and basketball. Um, so I had this really healthy lifestyle, I would say. And then over time, I think our, our, our family overall, including cousins and whatnot, kind of grew into this, healthier lifestyle of, of appreciating organic and natural foods. And I kind of fell into that over time, I would say. Um, and so sort of around the time I graduated college, I was much more into eating a very healthy diet, which consisted of all organic foods and making sure that I was exercising. Um, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, um, I got really, really sick. Um, I couldn't eat food anymore. Um, I was being hospitalized. I was in pain constantly. Um, and it turns out that I ended up uh, getting diagnosed with ulcerative colitis, which is an irritable bowel disease. And my doctors basically told me that I have to start the Pop-Tart diet, which is um, all processed foods, no nutrients, uh, nothing with fiber in it so that your body, your, di your digestive tract isn't irritated by all of the uh, fibers that are natural in good food. And I was just like, not okay with that. And I mean, Ashley, you were even there for it. We worked together. And I remember one day I brought in a box of Pop-Tarts and Ashley was like, what are you doing with that food? Like throw it out. She was like literally mad at me. 
And I was like, this is what I have to do. Like, I can't eat. Um, and so I met with, I mean, just realizing that li- that lifestyle wasn't right for me. Um, I found a dietitian who specialized, um, with, who specialized in irritable bowel diseases. And I mean, right off the bat, I told her my story. And she's like, well, then why don't you just drink smoothies? And I was like, okay, well, first of all, like the doctor told me that I had to eat Wonder Bread and Pop-Tarts. Like I wasn't allowed to have fruits and veggies. I was like, what? Like how do these doctors neglect to tell me this like vital information? Um, So anyways, I just, I started making smoothies and I really enjoyed it. But then over time, the prep and all that kind of stuff, just it got annoying. Um, Ended up moving to Chicago all around the same time. And I was just looking for ways to make my life easier. And I found this company that delivered smoothies for you. And I was like, this is awesome, but it ended up being too expensive. So, you know, tried finding a like item in the grocery store and there was nothing like it. So, you know, I was like, screw it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to start this company and I'm going to make smoothies for people. So that's kind of how Better Blend started, how my journey in food started and all that kind of fun stuff. Sorry, that was like a super long episode. No, it's okay. But... Ultimately, you taking your health into accountability or taking accountability, I should say, for your health and following your intuition when it came to your body is what led you to the changes you made in your diet and to your lifestyle changes. Yeah. And I would say the same for you too, Britt, because I know you've expressed to me some of the digestive stuff that you've dealt with and how have you been able to heal yourself with your food? Yeah. So I, that reminds me of this one time I was talking to you about this pea protein that I was buying. And, um, what we were going through, I was telling you like, Oh, I'm still having these digestive issues, but I'm eating so clean. And then I think we got into the protein and then I told you I was eating pea protein. You were like, no, that is really inflammatory. So like I said earlier, just the more that I learn and just progress, the more I know and can be more in tune with my body and different things. Like I have done kind of experiments where I'll eat different things like alone or just with something that like I know isn't going to bother my stomach. And then I can really tell if something is upsetting me or not. So like I know eggs, beets, like legumes all upset my stomach from eating them kind of just alone. And I got a food sensitivity test on a while ago, but I, I don't know. I've heard those aren't as accurate and they kind of like go off of what you frequently eat. So it was telling me things like I couldn't have chicken or green tea or like chocolate and stuff. And I was like, wow, I eat those a lot. So I don't know. I kind of just like to do it on my own now and just really listen to my body and feel it out like that. So I love that. I love that because Virgo is so connected to the diet, the digestive system, and it's also a very discerning energy. So you guys want to understand things on a deeper level and master things. Mm-hmm. You want to really be clear with your bodies and you guys are very also in touch with your digestion. So what is it that makes you two such special Virgo specimens? What is your superpower? Brett? <laughs> um... I don't really superpower. Um, I just think that, man, this is a hard question. I really, really like helping people. And I think that's why I started my account. I love like spreading the knowledge that I learned because when I learn something really cool, I want, I don't want to be the only one who knows it. And so that's, I think that like my superpower is being able to help people when they think that there's no other way to do anything. So like I said, I'm a student, so I'm super, super busy. And I, last year when I had roommates, they were both not like super active and they didn't really have a lot of like whole foods in their diet, just not the most balanced diets. And they saw me like meal prepping 
and going to workouts before my classes. And then they started coming with me to my workouts. And then one day my roommates were just like, we want a meal prep with you, like show us what to do. And now they are really, really health conscious and they exercise a lot. They're like, really, what workout are you doing tomorrow? Or like they use some of my recipes and stuff. So it's just little things like that. And when you help other people, it feels really, really good. So yeah, I really like, that's just really rewarding for me. I love that. It's so Virgo because Virgo is connected to service. So helping other people, helping other people heal. And then connected to the daily routine, exercise, food, fitness. It's about what are those daily building blocks that you are implementing to succeed at the larger goal. Mm -hmm. So it's all those little things that you're doing every day that are building the bigger picture. I love John. Really, that was amazing. I I wish I could say that that was my superpower, but it's definitely not. (laughs) Um, So I don't really know if I could claim that I have a superpower, but I I do know that there's things that I'm like good at. Um, And like, I think one like overarching thing that I've always been good at doing And I know people are always like, oh, live in the moment and like appreciate the now. And like, that's just never been something I can do. Like I'm always like looking forward and trying to figure out like, what am I doing with my life? And like, what does that look like? And so I've always been really good at like building roadmaps and being able to follow them. Planning? Plan. Yeah. So like, I just am a planner. Like I need to, I need structure in my life. Otherwise I'm going to go cuckoo. Like I need, I need to know like, what my personal life looks like, my job life, like romance, like hobbies. Like I need to know what it is so that I know how to get there. Um, And that's just always been something that I've always done, no matter what. And like, I take everything and I break it. It sounds so crazy, but I like, I feel like I, I just take like this kind of strategy approach to my life where like it's, my life is like, I try as much as I can to structure it so that I like know where I'm going. And I do my best to get to that point. Obviously, like no one's perfect. And it's never going to like work out as you envision it, but I can get pretty darn close. (laughs) I love that. So Virgo. (laughs) That is Virgo energy channels, roadmap, planning. Yeah. Details. (laughs) too so I relate to that I have one like for my like a calendar and then I have one for like the random little things I need to do that day and like my journaling and everything just yeah half my apartment is just schedules you also feel like you okay this might be crazy too but okay I are you like OCD with like cleanliness yeah I clean my apartment a lot yeah the point though where it's almost weird like (laughs) If my apartment or like home or anything is disorganized, I can't function. Is that like, like where you're just like, you're distracted by the mess. It definitely makes me less productive when it's messy, but I'm not like immediately like, it's not always spotless, but I do notice that I'm more productive when it's clean. Yeah. That's also your superpower is being able to. Same. (laughs) Same. I do not have any planets in Virgo, but I'm going to get geeky with my astrology. My moon is in a Virgo house. So my security and sanity are linked to my daily routine. So I get the cleanliness thing. If things are disorganized in my house, same. I cannot concentrate. I cannot function. I fall apart at the seams. And when I'm anxious, I clean. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Anxiety equals cleaning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. anxiety. So question for you too. Shoot. How do you stay organized? What are some of your secrets to staying organized and goal? Wow. Oriented. I love that question so much. You would Virgo. <laughs> um, okay. So I am organization is all about routine for me. 
So I have a routine. Every single day, I have to have my morning routine. Wake up, two glasses of hot water, toast, and coffee. If I don't have that, my day is so dysfunctional. It's insane. Like I, I'm like, oh my God, like what's happening? So like routine is so important in like keeping structure and organization because like you can rely on having a, like you can rely on the morning, like you can rely on knowing you're going to have a specific start to your morning. Like you for sure know that that's going to happen every single day. I think like you can be more free flowing as the afternoon progresses. Um, but like having a routine and a structure in the morning, I think sets a really good pace for the rest of the day. Um, as for like cleanliness, or I, I don't know if that was one of your questions, but I feel like it should probably be addressed. <laughs> Is, can you hear dad screaming in the back? No. <laughs> I can't. Um, but basically, I mean, I think like every Sunday is your cleaning day or like some day of the week is like your day to clean and to like reset. And Sunday for me is that day. Like it's my reset for the next week. So every Sunday I wake up, do that routine. And then right after like have my shower and then I just clean like everything until it's done and then I can enjoy it. So that's kind of my secret. I love that. So daily routines, starting your day a certain way and then allocating specific days of the week for specific activities, allowing you to get organized for the week ahead. Absolutely. Beautiful. We can all take that and implement it into our lives. Britley. I, I'm the same way, of course, us Virgos. So I have like my little morning routine and I definitely think that is a part of staying organized because I know exactly what I'm doing every morning and then I can really get into my day. So like I wake up and I do my little like manifestation journaling. I just started to get into that more and I really like it. I have water. I drink like a ton of water the first thing when I wake up. Um, And then I go for a walk to get like some vitamin D and then I come back and have my breakfast and I eat like something different every day. I always need to switch it up, but that's like the general structure of my morning. And then I, after that, can look at my calendar to see what I have to do for the day. And um, that just gives, that makes me a lot less stressed in the morning instead of waking up and having no idea what I'm going to do and like looking at my calendar and just raising my cortisol. And I really, really notice that when I just take the morning to just, relax. It really sets the tone for the rest of my day for me to like be on top of all of my stuff. What's difficult about being a Virgo? Um, I think sometimes being too anal about stuff. Like I am such a perfectionist that I get anxious a lot when things aren't going my way. Like yesterday I tried to upload one of my YouTube videos and it didn't upload correctly the first time. And the second time, like the quality was wrong. And if you've ever uploaded a YouTube video, it takes a really long time for it to upload. So I ended up staying up till almost midnight last night, trying to get the video up. And I was just trying to tell myself to chill out and then everything will be okay. But things like that, like little things that are so unimportant can get so frustrating in the moment. So, and things with like, just I'm I'm kind of like the second mom of my household. So when I am around my family for like a long period of time, I start to really take over like the mom role. And I'm like, we need to be doing this. You're going here. We're having this for dinner. And I just notice myself getting really stressed out because I need everything to be planned and perfect. And so I just... I'm trying to get better at like taking a step back and realizing that the situation isn't as big of a deal as I think it is and relaxing. Tell me about your family vacation that you opted out of in the beginning and why? Because it sounds like a Virgo's worst nightmare. Yeah. My family vacation? Remember you told me you were going to take a family vacation and you were, you were not sure that you wanted to go tell me why you didn't want to go because uh, I had a good laugh about it oh, it, was yeah, so yeah. Vir- it was a Virgo's nightmare 
<laughs> I remember this. Okay. Why was it a Virgo's nightmare? Yeah. So my dad was like, hey, Britt, come to Colorado with us. And I was like, cool, where? And they're like, we have no idea. We're just going to go wherever. And I was like, uh, maybe after you guys figure out where you're going, when, and what you're going to be doing there. Because, I mean, for all I know, we're going to be staying in the middle of the woods. And I'm going to have nowhere to go, nothing to do. And so I... No plan. Yeah, no plan. No plan No plan. I was just, yeah, not, and I'm actually glad. No plan and no time frame. Yeah. And no, like, I can't look up the things that there are to do there, restaurants, any of that stuff. So I actually did end up going and I'm really glad I did because it was super, super fun. And really it taught me that like, I need to relax. Like I said earlier, like I need to just take a step back and go with the flow and just live in the present because it was a super, super fun trip. So I love that. Thank you. And that you can't control everything. And sometimes we don't need to control everything. Yeah, exactly. Johnny Red. Um, okay. So what is difficult about being a Virgo? Um, like listening to Britley, I would say, like, it's like the chill factor. <laughs> like, I don't know. I feel like li- when I lived in Chicago, all my friends were just like, so go with the flow and like, could like go out on the weekend all night and like have the greatest time. And like, I couldn't do that without being so anxious about the next day and knowing that like, I would be hungover and not be able to like have my routine. And I don't know. I, I just, I feel like maybe that would be the part about it that like frustrates me if that is part of it. Um, but like overall, I love being a Virgo. I mean, I, I couldn't see it any other way. It's, isn't it like the only like female sign too of all the Zodiac signs or is that just, it's the sign of the Virgin. (laughs) What does that mean? It's pure. Yeah, so like we're pure, and, like it's we're perfect, pure. and like everybody wants to be us. Just kidding. Exactly. <laughs> you guys are but, perfectionists. I, mean, I don't know. I, I love. I love being a Virgo. I think it's awesome. I think like there's nothing wrong with being structured and organized, and you know that's really beneficial in like a professional career, um, especially like somebody like you, all of us that were young professionals, like trying to make it. Like it's easy to get distracted, and I think. You know, for people that are Virgos, like it's less easy to get distracted because we're so focused on goals. Um, yes. But yeah, yes. if there was one, you know, it's probably like a double-edged sword, right? It's like, it's it's easy for us to stay focused and be productive and whatever, but it's hard for us to like chill out and, you know, maybe, maybe live in the moment and enjoy what's around us in the now. But, you know, each sign has their pros and cons and I think you know really happy with the Virgos last question for you guys yeah Brittley yes so how do you stay present I think that it definitely has to do with my journaling that I talked about earlier I have started I have this little journal and there's a little section for wellness intentions, mindful rituals, and then like free thoughts. So I kind of just sit there in the morning with tea and breakfast and I write out all my manifestations in the morning and like all the intentions that I have of making it a really good, productive, peaceful day. And so I love think that. That really, really helps me stay in the present. And then also whenever I start to kind of notice myself rushing around and like getting anxious, I have tried to start doing this thing where I just stand there for a second and just take a deep breath and then get back into what I'm doing to try and remind myself that I need to be more present and chill out. (laughs) So those are just two really simple little things that help me. I love that. Johnny, how are you able to stay present in your life um i think more recently i've like kind of started to appreciate um like what you have um now um because like your future is never guaranteed 
Um, and so you should be grateful for like everything and everyone around you. Um, so I, you know, I don't know if there's like one thing that I do where I try to practice it, but like, I'll find myself on my phone and I'll be like, God, I've been on my phone for a long time. And like my family's right here. Like just, I'll just go hide my phone in a different room. So I'm nowhere near it. Or like, I've been going on like nature walks for like the last few weeks. Like every day I go on a run or, or a walk um, without a phone. And I just like hear nature and I like appreciate the wilderness and I appreciate like what's around me. Um, and can you share what has made this shift happen in your life recently? Yeah. <laughs> I, um, three weeks ago got diagnosed with cancer. So, um, it was really, really unexpected and just totally rocked my world. And I know it rocked a lot of the people around me too, but, um, you know, I think part of living, uh, with, I mean, I've only known that I've had it for three weeks. Like it's not really been that long of a period of time, but one thing that, like I said before, is like, you just realize how um, like special life is um, and how, how quickly it can change. And you're, like I said, you are never guaranteed tomorrow ever. And you need to be able to appreciate everything that you have right now. Um, And um, it just, I don't know. I it's, 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 it sucks to to have to go through it i i have not enjoyed the chemo and i have not enjoyed the anxiety and stress that comes with knowing you have cancer um but if there is one thing that i am grateful for i think that it's going to teach me how to be more of a present person and more of more more just to appreciate things that you have um into you know you know, love everybody around you and to really focus on the relationships that are really special to you. Um, you know, life's too short to waste time on things that give you stress and cause you anxiety, bad stress and bad anxiety. So yeah, it's three weeks in, but a lot to learn about yourself, myself, I guess. So what's so interesting about what you were saying about being in the present moment is that is Virgo energy. Virgo energy is connected to the present moment and it's connected to our daily lives. And so many times we just want to rush through our daily life and move on to the next thing. But what we don't realize is that our daily lives are the span of our entire existence. So we really have to find a way to be present in our daily life and to appreciate what we're doing and where we're putting our energy in our daily life. What are the activities we're doing? Who are the people we're surrounding ourselves with? What are the thoughts we're having? What are the things we're enjoying? It's all connected to the present moment. It's all connected to the day to day. So I am so happy that you could both join me today and share with me your Virgo magic <laughs> for the beginning of Virgo season. Yeah. And yay. And we have a birthday coming up. We have two birthdays coming up. Brittany, your birthday is September 7th. And John's birthday is September September 2nd. 2nd. Yay. Awesome. Celebrate. Again, I want you both to tell me where we can find you. Give me all the details of your Instagram and your business. Brittley. All right. I am at Brittley Elizabeth on Instagram. And my YouTube is also Britley Elizabeth. And I recently made my Snapchat public. It's more of like a behind the scenes of my Instagram and my YouTube, just more of the fun stuff, which is Britley Redmond. 
I didn't know that. I'm going to follow you on Snapchat. Yeah. We're all going to follow you. (laughs) Johnny, where can we find you? Yeah. Um, So you can follow my company, Better Blends, um, just at Get Better Blends on Instagram or Facebook. Um, You can find us online at betterblends.com. And if you want to follow my personal journey, um, I'm Johnny Redboy with two N's. I love that. <laughs> and also, can you please talk to us about the foundation or cause that you are connected to at the moment? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, so because I've been diagnosed with cancer, I'm now participating in a ca- cancer research um, organization. Um, I was diagnosed with lymphoma. Um, so I'm participating in LEO which is basically a lymphoma research study that understands the causes and helps find the cures for lymphomas. And it's through the Mayo Clinic. So if you want to, you can donate um, through the Mayo Clinic website, or you can go to my cousin Tessa's website, tessandtrish.com. They're selling a bracelet uh, where all the profits are going to uh, LEO's research fund. Um, so you just go to her website and type in my name, J-O-H-N. And lastly, we're going to send John lots of love. Oh. <laughs> and Brittley lots of love. You two very special Virgos. This Virgo love season. you, Ashley. Thank, Thank you, you for having us on. <laughs> yeah. You're so awesome. So fun. I want to switch gears and talk about the upcoming full moon in Pisces happening on September 1st and September 2nd, depending on your time zone, there will be a full moon in Pisces at 10 degrees Pisces happening at 1221 p.m. Eastern time and 1021 p.m. Pacific time. So this full moon is bringing us a closure, a culmination, something is finishing, a cycle is completing. Let's talk about Pisces a bit, the ruler of this full moon. Pisces is ruled by the planet Neptune. Neptune is the planet of secrets, illusion, fantasy, dreams, sleep, spirituality, divinity. Currently, Neptune is transiting through Pisces, its sign where it is home. Neptune is currently retrograde in Pisces. At this full moon, we are going to be feeling more connected to our feminine energy. We are going to feel more intuitive, more emotional, more perceptive, heightened awareness, okay? Heightened emotions, possibly feeling more scattered. This Full moon in Pisces is generally quite emotional. So we can expect maybe some emotional releases, some tears. This is a great full moon for you to release things that have you have been carrying for the last few weeks or few months and just letting them go. Since Pisces rules the 12th house in astrology, the 12th house is about endings, healing, It's isolation. It is sleep. It is also past life. It's a very interesting area of our charts. So with this full moon in Pisces, we will have Venus in Cancer at 25 degrees. And then we will have Saturn in Capricorn at 25 degrees. So Venus is going to be an opposition of Saturn. So whenever we have an opposition in astrology, there's a tension. It means that one planet is sitting across from the other planet, and there's this tension between the two. So Venus is love, it's comfort, it's sexuality, it's pleasure, it's beauty. Saturn is this rigid masculine energy. It's about control. It's about dominance. It's about power. So with these two in opposition, and then we have Mars and Aries squaring them, bringing more tension. This is asking us to connect more with our freedom, 
our personal power, our sovereignty, and finding a way to express that, breaking out of these barriers, these walls. Maybe they're self-imposed. Maybe they're imposed from the outside world. But at this full moon, we're going to feel the sense of constrainment, control, and this pressure of feeling almost trapped and needing to find a way to free ourselves. Pisces is connected to the divine, spirituality, the outer realms, the other worlds, other dimensions. And in this current climate we are in of 2020, reality is even stranger than fiction. And we have been forced to connect more with our spirituality during this year, connect more with our intuition, because that is what's guiding us. And that is what's allowing us to find peace, to find security. It's, it's um, able, it's allowing us to go within and find this security and comfort and find the answers because the outside world is so confusing and things are not as they appear. We don't have all the information. We're not sure what to believe. We don't know how things are unfolding. It's a moment by moment thing. And there's so much chaos in the outside world and energetically on a collective level that we have been forced to go within ourselves and find the answers, connect with our spirituality, connect with our intuition to guide us. Okay. So Pisces is allowing us to connect more with our perception, with creating our own reality. And as we have learned over this year, that is the power we have to create our own reality. So with this full moon in Pisces, we are having to make a decision. What is the reality we want to have? What is the world we want to live in? You, what's the world you want to live in? You get to decide. You get to create that every single day, no matter what's happening around you. What's the energy you want to feel? It's a decision. Pisces is connected to suffering as well. So do you want to suffer or do you want to be this happy, blissful person in their own reality? It's a decision. It's a decision. And this full moon is allowing us the opportunity to see that. So we have the moon in Pisces. We will have the sun in Virgo, which is an earth energy, which is allowing us to be logical Okay, meticulous, and it's allowing us to ground our energy into reality, whether that's your own reality that you create or that's the reality you choose that the outside world is imposing upon you. So we have a decision. Pisces is allowing you the magic and the dreaminess to transcend the suffering and to see the bigger picture and support you in your dreams, in your imagination and finding harmony in your life. So this beautiful full moon in Pisces, it's going to give us a lot of healing energy, peace, love, comfort, inspiration, imagination. Pisces is a beautiful creative energy as well. I pulled a tarot card for this full moon and the card that came out was the fool. If you are not familiar with tarot, you can Google the fool and you can see this picture, but I will describe to you what the fool is. So the fool is the first card in the tarot deck and the fool it depicts a young man walking joyfully into the world, okay? He has a flower in one hand and a small sack in the other. He's on a cliff 
The sun is shining. He is optimistic. He is joyful, excited about what's ahead for him. He doesn't know what's ahead for him, but he is excited, naive, unaware. Ignorance is bliss. That is the energy of the fool. But the fool also points to new beginnings, freedom, innocence, adventure, idealism, spontaneity, imagination. He inspires us to live life with an open mind, to live life with wonder, awe, and curiosity. So the fool is telling us with this full moon in Pisces, there's this childlike imagination and fantasy that anything is possible, that dreams are possible. It's a fun and light energy. Yet the fool has his feet on this solid ground, which is Virgo. So this Virgo sun is allowing us the opportunity to ground into reality. And this Pisces full moon is allowing us the energy to dream. I love this card. If you are interested in seeing this, again, I recommend looking up what the fool is in tarot and seeing the picture of the fool so you can get a better understanding of this energy and seeing this beautiful illustration. I will be back next week to talk to you more about Virgo season and what is ahead. We will have Mars going retrograde on the 9th. And we will have Jupiter going direct on the 12th. And then a new moon is coming up on the 17th in Virgo. I will see you next week. Happy full moon in Pisces. If you wish to join me for a full moon celebration for the Pisces full moon this coming Wednesday evening, I would be happy to have you. I will link my information if you would like to join me for this coming Wednesday evening's full moon ceremony in Pisces. And I will talk to you next week. Enjoy this gorgeous week. I will see you for next week's episode.